Gingerman uh, Raceway for West Michigan Honda Meet. We just had a good Friday. That was fun. A quality Friday, I mean, not the day before Easter weekend. Um, Abe drove his Mugen SI up here. Yep. It's alive. Yep. Did you take it on track today or no? I did not. Tacos in the air. Tacos in the air. Do I owe bucks? How much do I owe you? All right, I'm a, I'll, I'll give you $5 later, though. Ta flying tacos this at the podcast. show is not sponsored by Taco Bell. It's Bar. not. Um, but it could be. We have, uh, we have Brad from Tire Rack. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi, Ryan. I mean, Brad, how's your day? Yeah, you can call me whatever. <laughs> I mean, I want everyone to know me through the community as Brad from Tire Rack. Brad from Tire Rack. That's my job. Yeah. But otherwise, Ryan is the yeah, appropriate Ryan, uh, Ryan Finch has driven with us a few times. Uh, how'd that first one go? So, yeah, the first one, for anyone who doesn't know the famous White Fiesta lawn dart, as I call it, it at Mid-Ohio. Dude, it was like the – it was the – so, tell a story. Tell a story. Uh, so, I'll, I mean, I'll commentate afterwards. <laughs> the the, the long story short of it, it was day two of Mid-Ohio Grid Life uh, 2017. Um, I was in the HPDE front-wheel drive at the time before they went to street. Um, I was currently winning and already had the class record at the time. And I decided, let's go through turn one, trying to use almost no brakes at Mid-Ohio. And, well. The track was hot. It was dry. Um, yep, yep. But the grass was a little wet. The grass was a little soggy still. So it was uh, a Fiesta ST. Fiesta ST, which are known for two-wheeling on flat concrete. Autocrosses. At autocrosses, <laughs> where the standard Fiesta has been banned from autocross in general. So, yeah, the ST. You can't run one in the autocross? No, not you a standard not one. It. Nope, not a standard. Fiesta. What can you do to to actual? Can you like widen it or something? So you gotta like they they won't even allow it until you lower it and some other modifications because the center of gravity is it's, so bad. It's just wrong. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, so uh, turn one at Mid Ohio. You're like, I got this. So how'd you how'd you do? <laughs> yeah. So long story short, of course I shot off of turn one. Um, right. Hit the grass, it dug in. The uh, car wash out, get yep. out towards the curb. Yeah, it washed out, jumped over. You know, oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that it was, wasn't was going to be so bad, so I actually rode it out on yeah. purpose. Right. I could have obviously lifted yeah. and played safe, but, you know, that car doesn't have that much power, and that straightaway, uh, you know, oh, I got to keep all that momentum. We hero laps bit. going on, so, like, when yeah. it's hero lap time, it's hero lap time. Yeah, and... Uh, for people who don't know me, I like to uh, push at 11 tenths, so yeah. All the way out in one. Uh, so you're into the grass. Did you get sideways? I definitely got sideways. Yeah? Um, How'd that go for you? <laughs> sideways, I remember looking out of the passenger side of my vehicle and just seeing all green. Yeah. Yeah, just all green. and then Two wheels up on the side. Yep, just all green, and then eventually, oh, we stopped. That hurt. So you rolled over. Yes. It's the um, only rollover we ever had. That's true. It, did it land back on its wheels? It did land on its wheels. Did you drive off? Um, no, I did not because they made me get back in the ambulance okay. to get checked out appropriately. So you stopped, and they were like, red flag this session. They're like, red flag. I had to yell at the, you know, whoever. It's not OnStar and Fords, but whoever it was trying to tell me they're sending the police and medical oh, really? attention. I said, I'm fine. I'm on a track. Don't send it. Thank okay. you. That's crazy. <laughs> um, so so I got literally going to send the ambulance to you? Oh, yeah. And you're like, no, they're right here. Right like, no, we're good. I'm about to go in it. It's fine. Don't no, worry it's about just, it. It's cool. It's cool. Ever heard of Mid-Ohio? Yeah, that's no. exactly. I'm, like, I'm on a racetrack. <laughs> um, and so, like, I remember walking over. I'm like, what the heck is the red flag for? I'm looking around, and I I wasn't on the on the Corner Worker channel, and then they went silent because they're doing stuff, you know? Like, 
um, I was on the channel with like the track lead at the time. I wasn't listening in, so I didn't hear the actual call for it. And I walk over. I'm like, I don't even. What happened? Like your car looked pretty good from like 200 feet away. Like, I, it did look pretty good actually. The front <laughs> bumper was a little messed up. It was still sitting on all four. Right. It was like, yeah, it looked like a square car. Still. Not joking. After everything was said and done, I did drive it into a trailer and drive it out of a trailer mm -hmm. later that day. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, it's it's still hibernating as I call it. Right. Um, it's it's sitting in a garage in Michigan. Is the chassis away. square still? Uh, the, the chassis appeared to be still. Good enough to put Good a cage enough. in it in the future. Right. <laughs> um, it's one of those things that I'm still, originally I was going to go rally with it. Right. Because um, Fiestas are known for being actually pretty decent rally cars so when you're not flipping them. There's no mud that you can go sideways in a rally track course. Right? Ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and now I'm more thinking, you know, uh, maybe it'd be a future a GLTC car because what more you know, perfect way of a mm -hmm. car that died at Great Life to come back resurrected for wheel-to-wheel -wheel battling. Let's lower it and widen it a little bit, though. How about of that? Of course. One? We're going to get some... We're definitely lowering it. We're definitely going to chop some fenders and make uh, some lower offset uh, tires. You, you need to get some 240Z fender flares and rivet them things on. Whatever needs to be done. But it's definitely going to be a lower center of gravity. So, yeah, so how... Yeah, let's chop that thing off and put an LS in the front. It's going to be red, man. Um... <laughs> It, uh, Let's swap it, everything. It's totally going to fit. There's, there's tiny motors, right? Um, so so you were, like, paying for it. You're still paying for it? Still paying for it. <laughs> oh, that sucks so bad. AB's making payments. I'm still making payments. <laughs> zero percent, It right? is a zero percent interest. Well, that's loan, fine. Free money. And I am purposely not rushing it, so. Um, the uh, In the meantime, uh, you do all kinds of autocross, motorsports, track you're, days. You're, like, you're pretty good, right? I'm decent. I have not won a national championship, so I'm not yeah. one of those guys. Have but, you gotten you know. uh, trophies? Oh, yeah, I definitely got yeah. some trophies. What, um, what classes have you ran in at uh, Solon Nationals? Uh, well, E Street prepared when I had a Camaro on Hoosiers. That was pretty good. I actually had a lot of fun in that car. Uh, I've ran a C5 Corvette and STU, GT500 and Cam C. Yeah, <laughs> on BFGs. Um, this last year, I ran a stock turbo Camaro, beat a, uh, kind of a few people on the dry day, and the wet was not so good. What kind of GT500? Uh, it was a 2011. The, uh, like, the crazy like, so, yeah, super still, snake thing or whatever? No, it was a 5.4, you know, dual brake cam, supercharger, made about 550 yeah. to the wheels, uh, yeah. still had the solid axle. Terminator motor, whatever they call it? Uh, no, Terminator's the 03s. Okay, I don't know anything about that. Anyways, <laughs> this is the one after that. So, um and we were running 335 Rival S's square, front and rear. Um, and surprisingly, I got second at Nationals with it. Day one, really? I, I was running on corded tires, we found out. So I didn't do so hot day one. But day two, I got top time. So I got second really? overall. That's rad, man. Yeah. Um, so you do you mainly do co-drives with people? or Mainly, yes, I am a co-driver. How do you I, find that, like, jumping between different cars, uh, different kinds of cars, all that kind of stuff? Like, how does that work out for you? Some people, they, they don't do well with that. Some so, people really do. Obviously, it's um, not to mention I change drivetrains, not just, you know, cars in general of uh, different setups. Um, I think I adapt well to cars more than most. Um, okay. I've, I've found out I'm not very good at setups, though, because I'm used to driving <laughs> around issues. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm the same way. I'm like, it feels good. Yeah, it's I'm fine. not the best setup guy, but I'm used to jumping in and just going. Um, and, yeah, it's worked really well for me. Um, I've probably co-driven over 50 cars in the last eight years of autocross. Holy smokes. And I've lost to, like, four of the owners and I beat the rest of them. That's pretty good. That's pretty <laughs> good. <laughs> um, so uh, before we get before we end the show, Abe was talking about how you're going to do 
Uh, what's that event called? With Brett, you're driving with Brad Yonkers. Yeah, so uh, Yonkers and I will be doing as a King of the Mountain. By yeah, what is that event? You I've heard about my it a little bit. performance, uh, their suspension like F bodies okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's how I met them through um, Optima driving my Camaro back in the day. Right. Um, but they put on an invitational event for autocrossers. It's a hundred person invite only. Uh, winner take all. First place wins ten grand prize cash. Red. If you win without the Viper ACR Kumos, you get an extra two grand thrown on top. Really? Yeah, because they... they know that's a cheater tire? It's pretty well, much ringer, banned everywhere. Tire? So, no. yeah. That's a 200 treadwear tire? It's 200 treadwear. And it's not 200 But it's only 600, or 630 seconds um, it's a sh- Yeah, it's just pretty much like a shave-ish. It's, a, it's an air-quoted 200 It's very fast tire, though. We've seen it, <laughs> it, we've seen it be fast. very fast in Time Attack. We've seen it on Civics. Obviously, we've seen it on Vipers. And they wear extremely um, fast, too. Yeah, yeah they're... They're like Hoosier A7 wear, wear levels. But. Brad and I have discussed uh, getting some 19s and using them. Yeah. 295 square they, they on it. They normally run, run that car, what, in 18s? You know? They do. Uh, 18s on 285 RE71Rs yeah. typically. So are both of you guys driving that, or is it like car invitational or driver invitational? We are actually both driving it. Okay. Um, so Brad actually reached out to me and said, hey, do you know anything about this? I'm like, yeah, I know a little here and there. He goes, think we can get in, or do you think you know anyone who can talk to you? I'm like, yes, I know some people that talk to you at UMI. So I asked him, like, is this only like a, a pony car, you know, like a pro touring type event? Do right. you mind, like, if you got a BMW up right. in the situation? And he goes, oh, I didn't think you were still really into autocross and that. I'm like, well, what do you mean? Yeah, that's like, well, literally all I do. He's like, well, you don't have your own <laughs> car anymore. You sold it and stuff. I'm like, yeah. But, like, I drive other people's cars still. All the is time. That, is that something that can still do? And they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you two are in. That's so, rad. That's rad. <laughs> so you're both driving the same car, which might help for setup on the course and all that stuff. And Brad's... Brad seems like he's, you know, pretty fair at setting the car up. Yeah, um, Brad has definitely done a lot of uh, to that car over the yeah. last few years, and he's um, also autocrossed. It's not just a time attack car. He's autocrossed. Yeah. Actually, we actually we autocrossed it this last weekend. Um, yeah. I got the fast time of the day with it. He got fourth fastest time of the day. Nice. Uh, so he's definitely you know still working on trying to catch me at the autocross. Now what, in with SCCA, what class does that car sit as it's configured? Also street mod. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So street mod is uh, another like class. E46 for listeners is E46 BMW with a uh, big supercharger kit. Mm-hmm. Um, MCS three ways or something like that. Two ways. Two, two ways. ways. Yep. Two yep. ways for street mod. Yeah. Um, and um, what do they normally run it on in tire wise? They run an RE71s. Two eighty five RE71Rs. Yep. They took it. They took. They didn't take it on one lap. They took Matt Darius's car. car. Yep. Yeah. They normally Matt Darius and Brad Young has been co driving for a few years while Matt builds his. Uh, Monster V8 E46 uh, out of the one-lap car. Speaking so. of uh, V8-swapped E46s, did you see uh, Andy Smedgard was on the dyno with... Uh, oh, that thing's running? Uh, yeah. Yeah, That's with uh, Pete Collins' car? Yep. It's going to be a wild car. It's an LS7. The, the arrow that oh. they have built on that thing, like, they took it down to, what, Vinch Tokyo a few years ago or last yep. year? And he runs crazy fast times. It's got, like, too. wild unlimited-style arrow, and it's got, like, 100 and 250 horsepower. Like, it had, it had. so fast. Yeah. It's got to be fun to drive a car like that, like a mid-power, like normal car with like freaking Will All Young and Houghton arrow. <laughs> like, do you have to slow down at all? You no, like they touch barely touch the brakes. That's got to be it's fun. It's an on-off switch throttle, right? That literally has to be fun. Like, yeah. just go to braking marker one. You know, yeah. it's got to be so fun. Wow, especially if you're I don't a know, if you watch or any of Andy's videos or Pete's videos. I haven't seen any videos crazy. with the arrow. Last time I saw that car was at Track Day Picnic last year, and it had like some mild stuff. At that time, the car was amazing. They just put a OS kicking in it at that time. No, it was a um, or an ATS, a, ATS, uh, ATS carbon. ATS diff. carbon. Yeah. 
And um, I rode it with Pete, and we were running like one seventeens. Uh, yeah, it was like really fast. I think Pete, Pete was or that car. I don't know who was all driving, but it was like top one or two, three in standing start autocross for mm-hmm. the event. So yeah. Um. So when is that King of the Mountain event? So it's actually, um, if I remember correctly, the end of next month. Okay. I'm still trying to remember if it's middle or end. Um, either the end way, of next month is Road Atlanta. Okay. Yep, so I won't be making. Yep. No, I will not be yeah, making like Road Atlanta. Brad Ryan here starts showing up at our grid life. Maybe we had an autobahn the other day. We're like, yep. just hanging oh, out. How are yeah. you doing? Eating pizza, drinking beers. He's just, he's just trying to sell tires. Yeah, he's just trying well, to sell you tires. Know. Handing out business cards. Surprising. If you ever need anything. <laughs> hey, you know, if you ever need anything. And know a guy that slings that rubbers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it worked out perfectly for today, like I was telling yeah. you a little bit ago. Um, as I was arriving, James was telling me that someone courted some RS4s, yep. and he needed some new tires because, you know, he bought the whole weekend pass, and thought he's, he's already done for the weekend. So I have two RS4s and some RPF1s from an FRS in my Mustang right now, which I'll be taking to work with me tomorrow, and coming back with fresh RS4s for him. Oh, yeah. that's so nice. So, so you salvaged his, uh, his Sunday or whatever, huh? Yeah. That's rad. That's good. So that'll work out good for him. Um, back to Yonkers' car for a moment. Setting up for this event, he is telling me that he's planning on getting two to 300 pounds out of the car before the event. Jeez. Nuh-uh. How are they going to do that? He says he, he can do it. So. Good. Why so. isn't he doing it already? Because he's in street mod. Oh, yeah, you got to have some things. Street mod alone. <laughs> yeah, you got to have some things in street mod, don't you? But for this competition, there's no street 200 treadwear. Well, what we've, seen, what we've seen this year with street mod, I think, is interesting, and I'm, I'm actually excited about it. There are yeah. people who, who take race cars and go backwards right. in terms of legality. Yeah, in order to they make the it legal because they want they the safety. They want the safety. They have the race car. Yeah. And it complies everything except for it's got a roll cage and no interior. So they're like, I'm just going to go on eBay and buy interior parts and like put it back in. Sounds like the Forza Motorsports way of like downgrading your car from yeah. an S class to an, like a, an A class. Yeah, we've seen uh, the Rockwells <laughs> Rockwell take their uh, their Mustangs and they're putting carpet. They're you know they're putting all kinds of stuff back in. Uh, Eric even posted a video the other day. He made the windows work again. <laughs> like he has got he cut the uh, the door beam. Oh, that was the, awesome! Yeah, he cut the the top half, not the door beam, the door card or whatever you call it, and made it fit around the NASCAR style door bar. And the windows work, and all the power stuff works. Pretty rad. I mean, to see cars go backwards, because if they're at that rough power that they need for street mod, and the car is sorted, yeah. and like it runs well on those tires, like put some interior back in, have some competition. It's not it's another thing to do with 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 their car. It's an enduro car. We didn't talk but. about him uh, at all. He. Um, he did something at Summit Point that like caught my attention. Yeah, he he put down like a crazy hero lap on f- Saturday. Right, and then on Sunday he was running like four seconds slower. And yeah. so I'm like getting suspicious. Because, like, where are the Hoosiers hidden? Yeah. In the- so I went and I like peeked around and I was kind of looking at the car, or whatever. And he's like, I, I was like, why were you so much faster yesterday? And he goes, because yeah. well, I wasn't in the lead then, and now I am. <laughs> So he was just taking it easy? Just taking it out. Just having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seat time. Yeah. Well, that's Cause, makes uh, some sense. Uh, that, that track, at some point, Shenandoah, is, like, punishing. Super cool. It's super cool, but, like, <laughs> if you do it wrong, it is not cool. It's like, like the Nicky Lauda risk and reward thing. There is walls. <laughs> I was, ever, like, there's I was walls from the, me uh, to that canopy all the way around the track. Oh, wow. It makes, like, the scary parts of Mid-Ohio, it, like, puts them all around the track. Everywhere. I, Everywhere. I didn't feel that way. Maybe it's like I was in Luke's car. Luke's yeah. driving. Um, Viper. So you got tunnel I, vision. Been, you're looking at the This track, year, I've right. been in the Viper more than I've been in any other right. car. On yeah. track. You're saying, and I know you've said this on more than one of these, 
flat through. Yeah, flat through like Crazy. eight, nine, uh, yeah. like seven, the, eight, the nine. Sweeper, yeah. The sweeper, uh, yeah. You go come out of the toilet bowl right there, the five, six combo, and then seven, eight, nine into 10A. Like, if you can go flat and seven, we're like in a track map here down. We're in the barn at Gingerman, but uh, seven, eight, nine through 10A. Like, if you're flat through that, like that car is hooked up. I was on an 06 Civic. We couldn't do it. Yeah, flat. you can't. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Well, you probably could, but like. No, it, we were flooring it. It just would understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It needs a little bit more setup. Yeah. Then. Um, yeah. But I was, I was in his car at Shenandoah, and we go over the jump at like 125. Yeah. Ooh. That was the only part of the track that was gnarly yeah. in that car. But I, I took a fit out and just absolutely loved that circuit yeah it's it a really cool track super fun i was i was super bummed my car was not, was still a piece of junk under construction it's right next to us right now by the way it's like Your ready to go on the amazing, by the way stupid old ef i've been building this thing for like five years <laughs> collecting parts for five years building it for like three but i would like uh, to say though of all the sweet stuff that you've done to this yeah. I, I love the drums still in the rear aluminum hf drums are the lightest combo you can put on okay. an 88, 89 civic so um, it uh, unless I do like uh, you know uh, aluminum hat Willwood or StopTech setup, it's like the lightest setup I can put in there. I do want to do so. I have this other plan, like transitioning to my Civic for a second. I have this plan to like do drum disc brakes again with with like a f- full race rotor, and then put an extra caliper with freaking handbrake. <laughs> like uh, once in a while, like. If that car is pushing, you go in wrong. It'd be nice to just go. Work. Try to get some more silly goose awards. <laughs> yeah, just, just be, <laughs> just freaking Vern Griffin Jr. That thing for hey, a second. Hey, wait. Do we have silly goose tags in the uh, pit cart? Yeah, all the I stuff's think, in the pit cart. I think Brad should get one. Don't we probably should oh, get Brad from Tyra. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we we have patches now for Grid Life that say silly goose, uh, and yeah, I need to get you one of those I tomorrow. Definitely earned mine. <laughs> um, so what? Uh, how, how many weekends a year do you do autocrossy thingers? Uh, well, it used to be more. I would say autocross now is taking up less of my time. It used to be over 30 weeks in a year. No way. Yep, for, you know, being in the Middle East. <laughs> 30 weekends a year? Yeah. That's all the weekends. I, I yeah. I you can't have a relationship or a kid or a Well, surprisingly, it wasn't a relationship then. <laughs> it was. Yeah, was. <laughs> they came to the autocross, too. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Actually, well, that helps. they came that to the autocross, help. too. Um, Makes it twice as expensive, but... Yeah. If they're driving. But. Now I, I do a lot less. Um, I do a few small like local events I'll travel right. to in Chicago region or back to my old home region, northwestern Ohio. Okay. Um, for the most part, I just do national events. Okay. Yeah, now. the Toledo group's pretty strong, right? Toledo group's very strong. Since he's pretty strong, too. Yep. Yep. How far do you travel for like national tour events? Oh, th- on a good weekend, uh, eight hours I can you drive pretty far. To. How yeah. many are there like in a... In like an eight-hour radius. There used to be more. Uh, oh. We used to have like Wilmington in Ohio. Wilmington was so nice. Was, they lost that site, right? They lost that site. Uh, Toledo Airport this year has been a big issue with Chrysler taking up all oh, of them. Right. All the cars are not selling. Uh, so we oh, kind okay. of essentially lost that but didn't lose it. It's one of those in-between yeah. things. Uh, Detroit region, I'm going to a Skoda. Which is a nice hike. About yeah. yeah, that's a really long way. Oh, five, it's a two-day event, though? It is a two-day event. So when I lived in Midland, that was the event people talked about. Yeah, it's a pro yeah. solo, so you start side-by-side with a drag tree. That's and like then, a mirrored track? Yeah, a mirrored yeah. track. Yeah, and they Course. combine your times for both. And yeah. So I'm still doing that with a Z06 this year of a, a co-worker of mine, Devin at Tyrek. Uh, <laughs> What's Devin's real name? Actually, it's Devin. I hate him. What? He's one of the guys with He's the real name? He's one of the guys with the real name that's there. That's cool. There's too many Ryans, okay? I'm sorry. Yeah, that'll happen. As I tell Devin, <laughs> like, no one wants to be Devin, so that's fine. 
<laughs> we know a few Devons, and some some days building time attack cars, Devons they don't want to be Devons either. <laughs> <laughs> building time attack cars is hard, but yeah. Um, yeah the uh, how long have you worked at Tire Rack? So worked at Tire Rack um, just a little over a year now. Yeah. Um, what did, what did, what did you, what got you to that job? Like, what else have you done in the industry? Honestly, uh, a a friend got me there. He already worked okay. there and asked me to come work. Said it was a good place to work. Um, he grew up in Dwajak in the side of the state. I'm from the complete opposite side, the east side of Michigan. Right. So I was a little hesitant. Um, so you moved for this job? Yeah, I moved for this job. Okay. Um, Where do you live now? I live in Niles, Michigan, which okay. is one exit from South Bend. Got it, yeah, right across. I, I wanted to say I'm Ashley still in Michigan. I was born in Niles. Really? Really? Really. Okay. I've been there a few times. Been there a few times. It's a small little town, you know. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's small. <laughs> um, but other than that, before this, I, you know, just autocrossing. Uh, I mean, I was a motor team mechanic in the Marines. Okay. Uh, I've spent a decent amount of time just around cars and so stuff. So you sort of came into that job through the hobby, huh? Yeah, through That's the hobby. Cool. Essentially, it made sense to me. I spend my spare times all across this, now more track events like this. I yeah. kind of meet grid life. Um, and then hopefully next year I'll be doing champ car with some people at work. Cool. So. Oh, that sounds super fun. What, what is the uh, – so, like, tons of our listeners probably buy tires from Tire Rack. What is the, like, culture of working there? Is it, like, a rad place to work where you talk about race cars with customers all the time? I mean – I would be. assume you talk about like Camry tires a lot. It'll, of course, you'll <laughs> you'll you'll get more uh, BMW, Camry, Mercedes, yeah, Lexus yeah, yeah. type owners more than anything else. Yep. But every once in a while, you get that one guy, and it's you like, just sit hey, there. Can you get this to fit on this? Because I really need this. So, setup. so that is my one beef with tire rack. <laughs> oh god, here we go. Because <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want the tires that fit on an '89 to '91 Civic. Like, so how did do, how does that work when you call tire rack? Because I want, like, Miata fitment on my car. So we, we have... <laughs> He's getting all flustered. <laughs> we have what we call, you know, our recommended right, sizing. Right. Well, That's you all, know what fits stock cars. Yeah, what yeah. fits stock cars within, like, a 3% of the overall diameter with yeah. the factory. We have very pretty much strict stuff like that. Right. Um, just like you'll see on our website, you can't go search to buy wheels on a vehicle year make model. Yeah. Because people used to try all these weird setups and then and they return the they return the, them yeah, and yeah. we are very nice when it comes to our returning and so then you got a bunch of scratched wheels and all kinds so of garbage we would be accepting all stuff back and eventually we had to be like okay listen right you only can find these wheels by the exact year make file it's right. costing us too much to get shipped out etc back and forth we're always right. trying to help out with that so there are strict guidelines of what we would recommend. Now, we all know from track setups what's not recommended. Right. So there are, just like autocrossers do, very typically, track use only setups that we'll sell too. Right. That we're not going to guarantee fitment. You know, like certain oh, sure. times you can't return certain things. Right. That's it. If we special order it and you say, oh, I know it's going to fit, well, it's yours. Uh, you know, right. there's situations like that. Just common sense. Like yeah. we, you don't we, want people abusing that. Yeah. I mean, we put. On autocross last year in the Turbo Camaro I was driving, and it was a stock Turbo Camaro going against Type R's and stuff. So weird to hear stock Turbo Camaro. I know, Camaro. right? Anyway. Four-cylinder? Four-cylinder. It's so weird that that we exists. Were, we were putting two seventy-five RE71Rs on an eight-inch or eight-and-a-half-inch wide wheel. Right. That's clearly nowhere near what we'd say a recommended range. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's one of those things autocrossers do all the time. Type yeah. R's back in the day used to put two seventy-five Hoosiers on the stock wheels. On a six-and-a-half-inch rim or Six-and-a-half-inch rim. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, for years in like SEC improved touring stuff, there were guys putting two twenty fives on five and a half inch Honda wheels. You know, yeah. You know, see, just cramming two twenty five Hoosiers on them. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just like a two forty five. Yeah, <laughs> on five and a half. 
That's two, like 70, 265 to so Adam, you know how uh, when weird. we were on the show with Hayward earlier this week, yes. I complained that the Mugen sits in GS class, and yes. I didn't think that it was fair. Brad says that it's unfair because new Turbo Civics sit also in GS, and, and they're, better they're cars. way better. I, I new can turbo confirm this because I have a 19 SI sedan. Okay. And it will be running in G Street Autocross next year Ugh. with 255 AO52s on because that Because you get a wider yeah. wheel to start yeah. with. You can put a massive tire on it. We got it. 8-inch wide wheels from factory. You know how hard it is to find and a nice 7.5? That little yeah. 1.5 with the turbo makes great torque. really yes, does. It does. I have really an old one GSR at home, and I can tell you which one's faster between the two. We've, we've got <laughs> dyno sheets from, uh, from one that ran GLTC at Mendoza Festival. And, like, freaking solid power band. Uh, looking at uh, SRO or TCA, TC America stuff, like solid power bands, like yeah. freaking torque all over the place. <laughs> and that's just the little one five. You get the two point oh. Yeah, the K twenty Z or whatever. The, the Type R motor. Yeah, the Type R motor. Really good motor. Um, so at least with with my car, uh, the build dates on my tires are twenty twelve. Brad, uh-oh. I need some tires. We're, we're gonna need um, some tires. And I'm I'm gonna probably have a separate set of wheels to do autocross specific yeah. stuff. And then I want to put a like a twenty four millimeter bar in the rear, and then just like not intend to be nationally competitive, but like want to just run GS and not get destroyed. Yeah, Abe went did an autocross and he's all stoked on cars again. I love that. It's um, fun. I mean, autocross has the ease of entry, right? Though. Yeah. Ease of entry. You don't have to worry about flipping usually. And lack of <laughs> like it's it's almost like even like even versus track days. It's like lack of commitment. Yeah. To the weekend, like it's less, like it's less prep, it's less money, it's less, you know, it's a lot of things. You're like, did I prep for autocross today? Um, I got Does the car screen. still run? Uh, the car runs. I have my air pressure gauge. I think we're ready. We got a set of tires. <laughs> Let me torque the you know, wheels. I forgot. Where's the my sombrero? <laughs> I felt like such a noob. I had to borrow masking tape from somebody to put. Yeah. Oh, on the car. yeah, the painters tape. Some regions will really, really uh, hate yeah. you for that. But what I was amazed, numbers, uh, having run at INR for the first time, that's Northwest Indiana, right? Fast time of the day was like an F mod something or other, and it was like a 32 second car. Right. Um, they're like 90% of all cars in the field were running faster than 37 seconds. Really? It was unbelievably fast. And I'm like, I, I was at 36 and a half seconds, and I was right in the middle. Really? And I was like, even on those what crappy tires you got? <laughs> I mean, so I was sort of I impressive. Was 29th of 55. Overall, right. and 29th of 55 in packs. And on, I was like, an ancient, God uh, damn it. And that car is bone stock, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah exactly. And you were an ancient, like, not Dunlop rad tires? Sport 01 somethings? Well, that's pretty good. Pretty good showing Sport in. Max? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 2012 build. Dave. It's a freaking there. summer Camry tire. You got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, did you have a good time, though? I had the most fun. That's the See, best. And that's just it. And it's, it's so simple. Like, you show up. You barely need anything to prep. Yeah. You know, you do your. How many runs did you get? Uh, we got nine. Nine. Whole. Oh, so nine runs. Like so compared to like a national event where three. And we would have been common. done sooner, but we break three. for lunch. And I, I yeah. hate breaking for lunch at an autocross, but we did. So. Well, at least okay, you so can that go. was a very very lax region. You can go to Hardee's and, and have some delicious meals. You know, like see, like Northwestern Ohio, where I, I used to be like a chief and like officer Toledo, there. Toledo, right? Yeah, Toledo. Yeah. We'll get 200, 250 people at the airport. Yeah, that's local, too many people. Normal events. So we're like, lunch break, not a chance. You know, <laughs> you, guys, yeah. Yeah, you get three runs. Everything. There's too many people. Right. You got to get three runs. Three runs. Absolutely not. Like, so at, in the nationals, at nationals, you get three runs per course, too, by the way. That's how it is. Right. Um, so 
as you come to a local event, you expect to get more runs typically. But with that many people, you just you know you have That's to. That's a big local runs. event. Couple you have to people. make it work. That's crazy. So three runs, as much as some people don't like that, is hey, it's, this is your practice for nationals. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. also transition to the year that you've had. I think that autocross preps people very well to do one lap of America, which you also did this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. I very what, much agree. What did you run it in? So this year in one lap of America, I was a part of Team One Lap, One LE. Uh, it was a 2017 SS Camaro One LE with a 2.9 Whipple blower added to it and a good another amount of goodies. Uh, Christer, uh, Christopher Vanderwalk, which yeah. actually brought, uh, bought my old ESP Camaro off of me is how I met him. Yeah, he's on the forum that shall not be named. But Chris, yeah, that Chris shall v, not I be think. named. Chris V. Are you on that uh, forum? Yeah. What's your name? It's Boss002. I'm on the forum, too. I've been on there for years, and I have a small post number. Okay. I got too many posts. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't I post much any anymore, but I got too many posts. But <laughs> he, I met him because he bought my old uh, 99 Camaro, which I did uh, uh, Optima search, you know, Ultimate Search our thing yeah uh i won the autocross there beating danny pop and ken twaits the last few multi-time really? winners I bet they love that oh yeah they had lingenfelter sponsored camaros and all that stuff and i beat them in my work. ten thousand dollar camaro that's pretty impressive work <laughs> <laughs> so they were a little surprised i got on two episodes of tv with them for that and yeah. stuff um but i met him that way he he ended up asking like after my incident, mid-O, yeah. surprisingly, he asked me to let me drive that car with him. I was like, Everybody are you sure? Knows. Just blame the Fiesta. It's, just, it's a Fiesta problem. It's just what happens. They so all do that. They all do that. 91 like a used car salesman. Conservative, 630-wheel horse, you know, Jeez. no big deal. Uh, good arrow on the back. MCS doubles. He got rid of the mag ride setup. Um, he was running... Uh, we were running 305s in front, 325 Michelin Pilot Sport 4S is on it. That's a lot of meat. Because we were preparing it, for it rain. It did rain. We were preparing for rain. Yeah. So That's otherwise, a good rain tire? Yes, it is yeah. a good rain tire. Is it better than the Continental? My personal opinion is if there's defin definitely big puddles and stuff, go with the Continental. Okay. If there's intermediate, if it's, it's drying, you're going to be faster than the Michelin. Okay. That's my opinion. That's, uh, how much of the strategy of one lap comes down to like the week before, like what tires did you buy? Um, we had people, people I know through autocross community who did one lap. A lot of new autocrossers did one lap for the first time this okay. year. Uh, thanks to Andy Hollis getting more people out there yeah, and yeah. stuff. He's been quite an ambassador. He's a huge program. ambassador for it. Um, last week, we had people going, okay, am I going to go with Aris and Or am I go with Michelin Passport 4S? Right. 4S. You're, almost, 4S is easy button every one lap. Almost certainly. Right. The driver will not be able to outdrive the 4S on a track they don't know. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, yeah, I would agree with that. Because That's probably true. I mean, and it wears a lot better, too. It wears a lot better than the RC. Yeah, it wears great. It's more comfortable for those yeah. legs that you actually have to deal with. We didn't have a bad uh, bad comfort part. The car, we were joking, was Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde situation. When you do a track setup, it opens up the exhaust, which had a stock muffler, but it had to be the loudest car of the entire event. Right. Nice. Then you put it to quiet mode and commute. Nice. And really? Didn't even it's know. got flaps and all it the valves and everything. We would hear the squeaks. Off of like a uh, can uh, a phone holder, we were like, really? "What is that? What is that? Oh, something squeaking because we can't hear the exhaust." In like a seven hundred crank horsepower Camaro, yes. but you're driving in a race setup. We're you're complaining about phone? some little you know, squeak <laughs> from like uh, the radar are detector so much and stuff. Better now. It's it's crazy. I, an SS one LE in stock form that's is wild. fantastic. Is it's wild. quickly easy modified. ZL one one LEs. That's what we were battling all week. Yeah. You 650, 650 stock. We were so, battling that. Uh, my buddy James Hodges. Yeah, he, ran yes. he ran this year. Yes. Um, he co-drove with me in 16. And what sucks is uh, 
I got him into one lap, and he's now done it three times, and I have done it one time. It's a damn shame. But I, I, it's one of my favorite events of the year, but I really struggle with finding the vacation time in addition to running all the events that we run to do that kind of event. Yeah, that's, a, that's like an eight-day commitment, nine-day commitment. Yeah. You're out of work for a week plus. So. But now I have a reliable car that we wouldn't contest And you sort of live close to South Bend, too, which helps. You're not yeah. driving from Texas like a lot of these people. Yeah. But, um, so. Yeah, one of these days we'll probably do it again. I want to do it in a slow car. I'd like to do it in a K-Fit. I That'd think that would be, be super fun. fun. K-Fit, nice. Um, yeah, there's like five K-Swap fits here this week. <laughs> there's so many. Well, I know of Clap Track, of course. You're That's like, here. Yeah. I, 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 Actually, I was up on track with, with him earlier. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, he did say that I could drive that this weekend. It's a really fun car. I've never driven it. It's pretty you fun. do it. I drove it at Daytona. It was rad. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun. Speaking of which, yeah. um, you, you got Mr. Yonkers kind of hooked on a wheel-to-wheel. Oh, I did? He's doing that this weekend. He's renting in on our team to do a wheel-to-wheel. He says how he's so eager Champ to car? keep doing it. Yeah. Where, where's, they, where's he racing? I think he's going to Brainerd, right? I think it was Brainerd, Because he yeah. was flying yeah. to Minneapolis. I That's saw that rad. Yeah, it was Brainerd. So he's... Is he running with Darius? I don't know. Okay. So he's definitely got a little bit of a bug starting yeah, next to you guys. Yeah, he did really well. He did really, really well. Which I, uh, I can't the, blame him. It was at the, the Grid Life Super Team, which is the season champions for last year. Um, the, he did really, he did really well. He like took right to it. You could t- he got out of the car and he was like, "That was the best thing I've ever done in my life." Uh, Wheel the wheels fun. It's really fun. I forgot how much I loved it until Midwest Festival, and I'm in the slowest car out there, like battling a Camaro. It was the greatest time I've, I've ever had on track in Wheel the Wheel. It was better. Like in the, I was in the back partying with like newbies that were in our comp school that weekend having the best time like i don't even care how fast i go it's there's somebody to battle out there it was it was the best i forgot how much i loved it but so that's why um we have a team of like my little cubicle area at work of right. direct one guy has an 180,000 mile 06 ex civic nice. we just got a cage put in it we were testing it here on an Tuesday. 06 yeah it's the newest car that's going to be in a champ car event here at the the champ car event here at Gingerman, actually, later this year. Is that the same body style as your car? Uh, no. Is That's the one before. Okay. One, one gener- before. seventh uh, yeah. gen? Yeah, I'm trying to picture, like, which one is that? Because they had a bunch of generations that I didn't think about. <laughs> so, I don't think uh, anyone t- thought about the seventh gen. Because yeah. I had an 04 EX, so it would have been basically the same. Yeah, it's the same car my wife has. Yeah. Well, I was going to 03. Yep. It just got the different facelift front end, I think. Right. 06, yeah. So we're definitely going to have one of the slowest cars. That's the same a time. slow car. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Around here? Yeah. Like 152s? <laughs> you, 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 153 was our best okay, so far. There you go. Yep. Well, you'll <laughs> get there. You'll get best. there. I got confidence. That's oh. like a solid axle rear, yeah. like strut front end. It still has the full exhaust. It's still completely stocked with no single bolt-on yeah. at all. 1.7. Like, it, it is. Is it a manual? It's a manual. My wife's auto it is, is a manual. <laughs> it's just one of those cars like, okay, lift to turn in, right back to lot, hold the, it. <laughs> there's there is something about that car that's like it's built robust though, and like they were really good appliances. Like that's a tough little car. We ran it novice, intermediate, and advanced yeah. every single session for three hours straight just doing driver changes on Tuesday yeah, yeah. and it had zero issues. Just that's awesome. Run that trap, man. That's yeah. the best. So uh, that that's how our old lemons car was. It had eighty eight horsepower. Eight wheel, it weighed 1,730 pounds empty uh, with no driver, I mean, with fuel in it. And uh, like it didn't kill consumables. Like, it didn't hurt any, Like, we had to put oil in it every seven hours. We put half a quart in every seven hours, and it never changed. And, like, we just ran it. And we, we did one HPDE. It was ITR Expo 12, maybe, at, at Mid-Ohio. Me, 
my brother Jeremy and and Chris, like we sessioned it every session except for beginner, and it was on track for like the entire event. All we did was change tires. That was like prep for the lemons race. And we're like, wow, this thing is so bulletproof. And it was like so slow and so fun. And there's something to be said for like stupid, fun, slow cars. Like everybody wants to have all the power. You don't need to have all the power, man. Slow cars are the best. I, I think having driven a car with power and slow cars. Yeah. The fun thing about slow cars is you don't. You're entering a corner thinking about how fast you can possibly go yes, it's instead a of how driving much experience. you need to slow down. It's a different yeah. driving experience. You're not fighting the car. You're, like, fighting yourself. Yeah. And like, how fast can I go through yeah. turn one and still exactly. maintain Exactly. Yep. Yeah, then it turns into how little brake can I use, and nope, there's a grass. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> and, and then you roll over your Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what? <laughs> Um, Full circle. So, the, uh, so you're, you're planning on chump car racing that? Champ car racing that? So, yep. Um, I'm, I'm missing uh, the Gingerman race this year, okay. which I was supposed to be going to, because I will be doing the uh, King of the Mountain yeah. with uh, Where's Brad. that King of the Mountain event at? It's at UMI's track in Pennsylvania. Okay. Cool. So UMI Performance bought a track, I think, last year. Like car track kind of thing? Or what? Like an oval that has a little bit of an infield oh, to run yeah. things. So they fun. purchased that. And they've been doing a lot of paving, and they're right. really getting a lot of people involved. They plan on doing a full, like, spectator-type thing under the lights that awesome. night, announcing and all of it. Uh, it's going to be very cool. different. Yeah, Abe talked about it a couple weeks ago on the podcast, and I, or maybe in person, I don't remember, but it was, uh, it I'd never heard like, of it. So and now it's us, like popping up in my social media feed. So. Tell us a little bit about the rules. Is it one class, just like 200 treadwear, do whatever, or? I mean, from what I've seen, is as long as you have 200 treadwear plus street tires, no hoard bar, like anything you can do. That's right. It doesn't matter. Like, But streetcar based? It's got to be streetcar based, but they're still like, I think that's a little lax, too. Okay. As long as it's legal for the street, I think that's it. Cool. Like, I've seen, I've heard some crazy stuff coming. I know there's, like, a, an RX-8 with a 2.5 swap with a turbo in it. Oh, I know like, who that is. Yep. I think that's Jonathan Thomas, right? Van Voss, yeah. Yeah, I've heard everything. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is wild, man. Yeah. So, he, like, that's a street I heard that he was right? going, like, oh, jeez. <laughs> he was a national champion a couple years ago? Yep. He had a uh, DSP BMW he, he's done some work yeah. in. Uh, you got an Eight, nine-time national champion Sam Strano and a new Grand Sport showing Sheesh. up. Sheesh. Uh, He's yeah. like the guy who tells everybody how to be fast, too. Yeah. Sells he, them all the fast parts. And he, he always helps set up cars. Yeah. You know, he's got all of it. So That's a freaking He's, he's going to be hard right to beat. There, yeah. uh, you know, obviously Danny Pop's coming. Yeah. Uh, Ken Twait's also. That sounds Zeebo. so cool. Uh, it, yeah, it's, it's going to be all the big fast names you've pretty much heard in autocross. Right. They're going to be there. Yeah. Cool. Well, how do people get a hold of you at Tire Rack when they want to buy tires from you? If anyone needs to contact me at work, simply if you can email me, brad at tirerack.com. That's of easy to course. remember. Tirerack.com. Or my extension yeah. at work is 4398. 4398. Buy some tires from Brad. Or if you just want to hang out normally, it's Ryan Finch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, appreciate you talking to us about all the cool things that you have done and some of the not cool things that you've done, like roll cars over. It's and give and take. It's give and take. Yeah, well, it's a hard hobby. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, for listeners, um, if you're looking for track events, we have some stuff coming up. We've got Alpine Horizon, Colorado. Yep. We've got uh, Track Day Picnic right the week after at Blackhawk Farms. Which I yep. definitely think you should come to, Finch. Because Yeah, uh, plenty of spots available, nice and cheap. I was uh, just looking at that schedule, and I actually have a national autocross event really that weekend. Or was, I was blowing. going. I was planning on going did, to the picnic. What did you year. think of Blackhawk when you were there for one lap? Blackhawk is very cool. It's a 
technical, smaller type yeah. course. Old it's school feel, but really nice track. It, yeah, it's yeah. it's unique. I loved it. And one of the coolest things yeah. was standing over the start finish line. I as love a car that. Oh my God, so cool. I love that place. Was was Jeff literally standing on the track like? Yeah, Jeff, is? the old school track lead. Yeah, yeah. He just stands right next to the rail. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then right after that, we've got Atlanta. Yep. Spectator tickets available, lots of them. Uh, wild lineup in the music. Um, and the music lineup for Colorado is pretty rad, too. If you're into EDM, it's really good. Uh, and then after that is what? Uh, two weeks later is Road America? Yeah. Tickets on sale for Road America. Lots of tickets available. They've been on sale for a while. We haven't talked about it uh, in social feeds or here or anything. Lots of spots available for Road America. So come Road America road. at that time of year is yeah. going to be It's going to be awesome. like the best weather ever probably yeah well, knowing us we'll have a thunderstorm and a tornado <laughs> and uh and the world one um and, and then there's what speed ring speed speed ring sold out no kidding dude it sold off first day nice so like wow yeah motivacy speed ring i think everything but unlimited sold out or it's i think maybe there's two spots left in track mod maybe i don't remember but uh yeah speed ring um it's got some heavy hitters coming. And that's like, that event's really settling in. Speaking, I'm yeah. so super excited about that. Yeah, event. the first year we did not like uh, M1. And then we go, oh, we liked it last year. But we are changing things this year. Uh, Friday's going to be Time Attack. Um, Saturday is Last Chance Time Attack qualifying for brackets, which are on Sunday. And then most of the day Saturday, we're doing a standing start autocross component. They'll be paddocked in that center skid pad. And they'll enter the track just after our start-finish line. That'll be the go point. Uh, so they'll do that whole back section get onto the big straightaway, there'll be a chicane, uh, and then they'll shut it down right before the big sweeper. So the standing start autocross component on Saturday is going to be super fun, I think. We call it the street sprints, I believe. Okay. The only rules uh, are uh, 245 tread wear and under is class. Width. 245 oh, width, sorry. I mean. 245 tread width and under is the first class, which I believe is class A or 1. Um, above 245, less than, what, 285? I don't remember. I think that's right. Uh, I can't remember exactly. Uh, it's class two. It's not and like then, we wrote it or anything. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then like greater than 285 is the upper class. So it's like mainly looking for autocross uh, street builds, uh, you know, regular street builds. Uh, time attack cars are welcome if they if they fit the rules. Open rules other than that. So, but um, we kind of when we were thinking about cars that would be fast, it's like Corvettes are going to be running three five three hundred fives three. Yeah, we're looking whatever. at tire widths like. And so like right. there's kind of a, a natural segmentation that happens yeah. for like those three classes just based on how much tire a chassis can possibly run safely and there's uh and there's also a lot of money on the line for it like thousand bucks to win and stuff like that so uh so if you're in autocross and you're in detroit or ohio area like check it out go to thespeedring.com but um yeah a lot of stuff coming up i'm a little intimidated by our schedule <laughs> it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be a long really couple busy months. until uh late october yes i i'm looking forward to November. Don't say off season because we don't have one. Of no, those. we are going to have a little bit more off season this year. We need some November and December and January. But well, that's SEMA, PRI, and then shut up, Abe. <laughs> I want to talk about that stuff. That stuff's easy. The yeah, it's going to be a fun year. But anyway, sorry for the plugs, but I figured I'd start making some plugs so we sell some tickets for Road America. <laughs> but Road America is going to be a fun event, I think. For for anyone who's gone on any type of game or simulator and done Road America. In real life, yeah. my first time going there this year, it is not the it's, same. It's majestic, it's pretty, it's right? It wild. is like it's the elevation changes, it's the scenery, unreal. the way the track goes yeah. up, down, banks like oh. And it actually has like for a track with big straightaways, like it seems like it's got a lot of flow to it. It also. does. It's not like pointy shooty. After the kink, yeah. 
no one really prepares you like going through that little strip of woods. It's at that so speed. cool, man. Uh, <laughs> Especially here, 600 horses. In into like, Canada. Uh, <laughs> we went up there for a site visit last year, and uh, PwC was running. And having the Bentley, like, W8 yeah. race cars come through that spot. Harry. Unbelievable. Narnar. <laughs> it's so wild. I went to the Indy race there this year, and it was yeah. great. Yeah, we watch. were there for that. It was yep. the same weekend. Yeah. Um, That's a cool place, man. The One of my favorite things about that facility is that the entire track is walkable on foot. It's a so, long yeah. walk. So spectacular. You can long see everything. <laughs> you can walk the entire infield and a lot of the outfield, too. Yeah. Good camping areas, too. Yeah, like There's the a best disc camping. golf course, too. Disc yeah. golf. Yep. The best camping of like many, many racetracks in the area. It's so much, I too. I think um, the uh, track manager uh, participated in one lap, Enrique Ramirez. Yeah, uh, yeah we Enrique, met him yeah. at yep. uh, our game night in yeah. Vegas. That was yep. the first time I met him. I, we'd, we'd, Chris and I have been on a lot of calls with him for prepping for the event. But yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, uh, good good he, dude to uh, to work with. So. He worked. Uh, he ran our class in one lap and everything. And yeah, he's a good guy. It's, awesome. uh, it's a wild place to drive a Camaro for the first time you've ever been around the track too. It, yeah. it was wild going into five, not anticipating how much of a elevation change mm-hmm. downward in the braking that you're doing. A little bit different than in like a Datsun five ten on four, especially when you're doing 155. Yeah. I think one of my favorite <laughs> experiences. Uh, so I've never actually driven Road America at speed um, because James drove my car that event and something that like changed my life and like my experience with cars was standing at the pit wall at start finish and hearing my car go by at 155 miles an hour just at full tilt because I'm in grid all the time at all of our events and rarely is where I'm like standing and doing work in a spot where cars are on power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually they're shutting down right here. Uh, same thing at Audubon. We're like so in the area. They're to shutting hear the power a car down. go by at like full song is so captivating. Yeah, it's a cool place. The two fastest cars that everyone watched go by had the weirdest sounds this year: the McLaren 720s yeah. and the GT2 RS. <laughs> oh yeah, they're both doing like a buck seventy-five yeah. past everyone, and they make the most unique turbo weird turbo supercar noises. turbo supercar noise, yeah. noises and then you got us going by with the blower whining up what happened to the gt2 rs so the gt2 rs um i don't know the full details i know they had an off which had a small impact at brainerd, brainerd. yeah and they got passed by the zero one mid corner near the drag strip entry and they drove straight off and left they never came back really That's so that was it weird they had like, some type of impact, and they left and never came to. They just left the facility. That's it. One of Didn't my stop. favorite Goodbye. elements of Weird. that whole event is like the the press on regardless attitude, where like yeah. cars break constantly. Like and Robert Thorne. Will, yeah, people will do crazy things even if they're no longer in contention yeah. just to finish. Robert Thorne lost his GTR motor. On day one, one two. technically, well, autocross, and then it broke the yeah, second. Technically, day, day two, yeah. day one of actual tracks that right. were an autocross or skid pad. Uh, yeah, so they had like a bent valve, some other few things. Day one, he went and got the big bad Wolf S two thousand. Yeah, even though he was already technically DQ'd and kept running, improved at multiple tracks, fastest time, fastest time, fastest time, fastest yeah. time. He so as count. soon as he finished the event at South Bend, I texted him and I was like, "Will you just once?" Spend the effort and prepare the car for the event. <laughs> he did. The thing no. had a brand new built motor and everything. No, no, no. I'm talking about the Big Bad Wolf. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. it is 
the best one lap car it's really cool. ever. It's he, really but impressive. he has never once made it a priority to compete in that car. Yeah. He said the craziest thing at Brainerd at the end of the Donnybrook, the big one. Yeah. So at the end of the drag strips straight, there's that bang to right hand. He was going flat, maxed out on his final gear, like a hundred and I think sixty or hundred and fifty something. Nine thousand RPM. Completely redlining it, bouncing it, bouncing oh it, bouncing gosh. it, and just round the corner. No big deal. That car is so good. He it's said it so felt like a GT3 car around that corner. The, uh, the year before was the year that he had all the problems with the um, the exhaust manifold yeah, stuff, yeah. and he was welding yes. constantly. Pulling the entire turbo the system apart and re-welding it. Yeah, the and rocket anything like The that. tank in the car is enough for like 70 miles of oh, range. they were filling it up this year, too. Same tank. So just like Same tank. put a good fuel cell the thing in is, like it set it, it up better. It wasn't intended to go. His buddy had it in an auto. I talked to him for about 10 minutes on the show when I went to Blackhawk, which I didn't see you there. I didn't see you either. You were doing things. I was doing things. Uh, I talked to him for about 10, 20 minutes, and, like, his buddy had it at an autocross that day, and he was like, prep it, throw the Falcons back on it. He's running on last year's Falcons. And, he like, didn't. his buddies were like, okay, and they like throwing brake pads and tires at the thing, and they, like, drove back and got it. Like, it just took it. <laughs> like I, I think uh, Chris, it seemed like Chris, Chris had Lewis. a super fun time in it also. He was all smiles at Blackhawk when I saw him. But. Yeah. I know he didn't see me at Blackhawk. Why? We had an issue with our front splitter coming loose, so we had the entire front bumper off half the time. We were working there. on the car. So we were yeah. working on the car. And I was trying half to the other time was four podcasts. Briefly having a moment for one of our friends, obviously, with yeah. the incident that morning. We talked to yeah. him. So. Yeah. I never saw uh, Andy and Ann there. Um, they, I missed them by like 10, 10 feet probably. I, walked oh. I was walking away, and they were walking back. But So um, uh, was it? transit from Blackhawk that you had the mechanical that stopped you in Indiana? Yeah, actually, it was from, from oh, Blackhawk. Yeah, what was that? We are going from Blackhawk to NCM. Uh, we made it out of Chicago and next, you know, car's getting hot. Yeah. So we pull over and we start looking and yep, cool, it's everywhere, but why? Um, as we're looking, so we thought we found it. That was the, um, the factory uh, cooler set up. Actually, it had a we thought it was sprung a leak um, to where it connects down to the bottom, and we thought there was like an O-ring we could simply just remove, put it in, no big deal. Right. Later on, we found out another aftermarket cooler, which, by the way, the one LEs come with like trans diffs and uh, all, all of the coolers. coolers and stuff. All the but this one had additional ones because of the blower. Uh, one of the uh, stainless lines happened to rub to one of the hard metal factory ones, okay. and under pressure, Fin yeah, finally let go after a thousand miles or whatever. So eventually on the side of the road with like Bubba who was here earlier and a few other people stopped by. We had a small crowd of six people that stopped by and we finished uh, one in the morning. Because you can't tow it. Can't tow it. Uh, one set of tires. Got to drive the vehicle. It's such a get hard there. So we eventually, uh, you know, as we were getting cold, taking turns in the truck to warm up, you know, because it's May, <laughs> and yeah. it was about 35 It was a cold night. week. Yeah, it was like 35, 40 at night. Yeah. So, you know, we're taking turns warming up in the truck, and we eventually got it running. Uh, we hit the road. I think after the third or fourth time I was woken up from the passenger seat from the rumble strips, I yelled at Chris to pull over so we could take a quick nap. Yeah. Uh, we took a 45-minute <laughs> power nap. He was hitting the drunk bumps. <laughs> yeah, 45-minute power nap. Uh, we drove a little bit longer. We switched over. I was kind of, you know, anxious because I was driving all of NCM. Yeah. East course, west course, and grand. Jeez. How did that format work? Um, so that format. Or like, did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot. I'd never been to NCM before. Um, other than for Such an a cool place. I autocrossed there once, and that was it. 
Yeah. I drove six and a half hours in my Camaro with Hoosiers on a trailer behind it, put them on, ran, went home. <laughs> and, like, not on the track, but at the yeah, facility. Yeah, in a parking lot out front. Right. They, got, they got a big parking lot. <laughs> yeah. So we're on our way. I'm wired. I'm playing all this, you know, hype-up music. So, like, we're barely sleeping on 45 total minutes. Next you know, through the hood event, we got someone waving at us. Oh, sure enough, the blower threw its belt. Oh, jeez. We're one hour away from it's a separate, separate belt? Completely separate belt. So somehow in that whole process, we had an idler go out. I don't, we don't know how. Right. Uh, either way, I looked at him. We don't need it, right? He goes, no. He gets out his uh, exacto knife or whatever, just cuts it, and yeah. off we go. Five-minute stop on the side of the road. <laughs> no power anymore. So no power anymore. Now you're breathing through a blower. <laughs> now we're breathing through a blower. Uh, when we got there, um, people knew we were showing up late. We were late. Right. We, were, we were probably like 30 minutes later than we, we expected to get there originally. Uh, so people were waiting for us. They flagged us down, knew exactly where we, we backed in. I started changing. People unloaded the car for us. We uh, zip-tied um, the little bypass and the blower open to try to get as much power as we could through there as a NA throw blower set up. Yeah. Um, I jumped in, got on the course, got waved on. Did terrible on East Course. I was like 30-something position out of 70-something people. I'm like, I don't even know what this course is. I'm just driving blind. Uh, we mm-hmm. got to West. Uh, there was a few cars stacked. Got out the old cell phone, started watching YouTube videos real quick. Yep. Uh, got out West, won my class, got 10th overall on a really? course I've never been on ever. Without the blower. Without the blower. That's pretty impressive. Uh, yeah. Then we got to have a nice breather, have lunch, break. We went out to the full course, combined them both. I got... Once again, won my class, uh, got 10th overall right. without the blower on the big course, got a 221 on the pilot's That's course. That's a solid time. So yeah. We're going back, by the way, with the blower fixed, with a flex fuel setup, hopefully 700 of the wheels. I'm better tires. So Just to test? To SCCA time trials oh, to try yeah, to yeah. win max nice, two. Nice, so Or max one. For, for context, uh, 221 is, is pretty fast, and that's probably about as fast as I ever ran. Um, Friends like Curly and McGrew, like 207 range. That's so fast. Streetable cars. Yeah. yeah. And I bet you Luke would be like a 205 now that the car actually makes power. Getting dialed, yeah. That car is unbelievable. Yeah. I'm just shooting for the teens when I go back. Yeah, I right. I mean, single. Yeah, we well, only need to do what? Three laps? Yeah. We only have, Yeah. <laughs> so the whole thing of the one lap, too, is. Like Luke does. You, you got to go out of the pits. Come to a stop at the start finish. Right. Okay. Start standing. Start three hot laps. That's it. I yeah. think one of the craziest things about the event is more than likely you you will go to at least one track you've never been to. Yeah. And because of the format, it is possible for you to enter turn one on your hot lap, having never entered that corner at speed before. That's pretty wild. It's, it's almost like. Very true. It's dangerously very scary as an organizer. And this is why autocrossers though. Pro- proved like over and over again that yeah. adapting quickly to yeah. a course and surrounding stuff makes a big difference. It makes a lot of sense. The only so. track I'd driven before was Nelson Ledges the week prior to, and that's the only time I've ever driven the Camaro. No kidding. Yeah. And I qualified seventh out of everyone at Nelson Ledges. That's, that's cool. awesome. So I was very happy with that. <laughs> Started off right. That was yeah. the first road course. So, all right, man. Well, we'll, uh, we'll go shut this down and we should probably uh, do Hanami things and go to bed soon. So, what time is it? 11.30. Man, it got late fast. Um, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, com. Buy some tires. Buy some tires. And, uh, yeah. Thanks, dude. Thanks.
Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits at Grid Live to say hello.